Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 197 of the Two Bets Talk Bets podcast, where too much talking to pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Ann, and I'm joined this week, as I am every week, by former male model, former advisor to the UN on the viscosity of koala bile and currently bachelor padding it in one of airbnb's fabulous accommodations it's dr lewis kirkham lewis how you going good mate i'm good i actually that intro i thought you had someone else lined up because it's been it's been a couple of episodes since we've got together i thought maybe you've been recording on the slide with somebody else with that model un representative uh bachelor Absolutely. Well, and here's, here's Dr. Chris Brown. Yeah, he's coming through. Yeah. yeah, that's more like it. Yeah, that's yes. what I thought we yeah, were. Now that's yeah, now that's, that's a big name. It has been a red hot minute since we've been able to record. Mm. Life's been um, a very busy between, you know, uh, yeah, you, you with your, uh, your your male modeling gigs and trying to, you know, the reunion tour, you know, like all the bands that uh, that are coming out and doing their 20-year reunion tour, you're getting out doing the, doing the Chippendales you know, uh, a 20, 20 year reunion, getting around to all the RSLs. How's that going for you? you know, oh, yeah. You, you st- you're still been working on the uh, on the abs. Oh, trying, mate, uh, it, it's a uh, Chip Chippendales, the dad bod edition. It is. Yes, mate. It's, it's going down very well. Must say, very well. So very good. And the, now tell me, the shows as long as what they used to be. Uh, everything's or, yeah, still yeah, the same length, mate. Everything's still the same length. Everything's very still good. the same length, just on a different body there, on right. a dad bod. Right, so okay. A little bit, yeah. Just for for the, the the listeners out there, everything's all the same length. Thanks for asking, though. Well, that, that that's doesn't a, change that's, over the years. Apparently. That's what everybody wants to know. And you know Gra- what else? Gravity, is the... gravity doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else is the same length? Our babbling at the start oh, of the episode. Tell so, you what, so, you know, if anybody would have been thinking, well, they haven't done a pod in a little while, so now they're going to get back and they're going to get straight to the point. It's going to be red hot. Well, it's red hot, but it's not actually on topic. So no, yeah, we, we, we haven't strayed far from our usual themes. No, you're right, mate. And I have COVID, so excuse to the listeners if I sound a little bit uh, on the uh, on the deeper, more nasally side of an Australian accent. That is me with COVID. Well, and as it turns out, you know, I don't think anyone's been able to prove that you can catch COVID from someone recording a podcast with COVID, as long as you're just down down the microphone. So you should hopefully be okay. I hope so. I hope so. Yes. What's been happening, mate? Any exciting cases this? Oh, mate, uh, this. This three months since we just three last months. Chatted. Yes, well, we actually had a um yeah a, an interesting occurrence here, mate. Yeah, so um we've had uh, a, a, I'm not sure whether or not we've mentioned it on the podcast, but we lost Rosie about about six weeks ago. Um, but uh, and we'll we'll talk about that mm, at sorry, some sorry stage, here, mate. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll um we'll we'll go more into depth of what you know that was like mainly just from in the point of view of like the kids and things. It sort yeah. of gave me a, a real 
perspective on what it's like being over the other side of the fence. But um, so now we've only got the one tiny dog who's now not so tiny a dog anymore. Um, the the tiny dog called Sage who's currently, as you, you might be able to see her in the She's background there, which is very comfortable on the couch, on the back of the couch there, just uh, just a nice little um, little uh, shrug on the on the back of the couch that we're enjoying ourselves. She's actually lying down right near the. Um, I'm not sure the name of that uh, that that painting, but that that painting got there. The dogs yeah. in the tuxedos that are yes. playing pool, you playing got pool in the yes. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. That's that right near that that photo. That's um, and they got cigars. They smoking cigars there too. Well, mate, they do, but we've had to pixelate those over. We've had to that's pixelate those over. We can't. That's we a classy can't be... photo. Yes, yeah, we, we we had to pixelate over the the cigars because we didn't want to be try and promote um a, a tobacco consumption in the, with the kids. Yeah, you know, we're we're very oh, much an anti tobacco uh you know podcast. The two vets talk. I thought, I thought that was a vape. I thought they were vaping. I didn't realize vaping. that. Oh, that was the cigars. Though, I don't, the, I don't know if program. it's been updated. You know, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, the one you've got hasn't been. So anyway, mate, that's no. that's quite a classy look there. There's, was that Thank your you. selection, or was that one of uh, Christina's sort of selections to to decorate the the fine uh, lounge room you got there? It's I mean, actually normally, normally normally it's for the pool room that sort of thing. But you know, good yes. that you got it out there. Yeah, it's it's an old family heirloom. Actually, it's been passed down through generations and generations of Andertons. It's um it's actually signed by one of the one of the artists themselves. Right. Uh, you know, yes. Yeah. One yeah, of the yeah. dogs. Which one of the dogs? Yeah. Yes. He has a big yeah. paw print on the back of it. Very um, nice. Anyway, so with Sage, um, so uh, so Sage has been very um interested in trying to chase the cats, um, and uh, and Melvin, uh, much to the chagrin of our uh, next door neighbours, often likes to jump into their front yard, um, to to relieve himself uh, under their uh, under their trees and uh, so Sage was out in the front yard and she heard a, a, a ruckus Lewis um, under the bushes and so uh, so all of a sudden you know, Sage has gone over to see what's going on Melvin's jumped back over the fence Sage has gone whoa give him a fright and so she's barked at him Melvin's then freaked out jumped back into our yard but he got his nail caught on the fence and so he's ripped his nail off right and so on his front foot so wow. then Sage is chasing after him so then Melvin's sitting there just going whack 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 on and say, Nick off, leave me alone. So we've come out to see what the hell's going on. All we can hear is Melvin hissing and spitting, Sage barking at him, and Sage is just covered in blood. Like she is just, there's just blood everywhere. And oh. we're looking and going, what in the hell is going on oh. here? And it and it happened that it was on a day when uh um uh, we we spoke. Um uh, did I tell you the story about the ducks? We the story about the ducks in a pod, oh, pre previous podcast. Well, maybe I, I think I'm I sure. think we did. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 ducks crossing crossing the road, um, to get to the other side, as it turns out. Um, and so the same guy happened to turn up, um, that I was meeting that day to throw a baseball with. He's turned up, and I said, "Look, mate, I'm only going to be an extra ten minutes because there's blood coming from one of these animals." And he said, "Well, the good thing is the two of you are vets, so someone's going to be able to sort this out." So so Christina and I are there trying to work out where the hell that we're checking sage for blood. We're checking melvin for blood and we get because melvin's foot it's his one of his white feet so it's just red as and we got oh hang on right yeah there's a nail missing there oh hang on there it is in the fence oh <laughs> oops that's not supposed uh, to be there so uh, righty, let's clean the dog let's clean the cat and then we'll go up and we'll have a throw of the baseball so uh, so yeah a little nice. bit of um at at home uh, at, uh animal care 
Oh, interesting. You talk about like uh, fights between the, the pets. I had a, a, uh, a bit of an urgent, you know, someone rang up and said, oh, my dog's just been attacked by another dog, you know, down the park. Can I, you know, bring it down? And I said, oh, look, next appointment's um, next Wednesday at yeah. at, um, at, at 10.30. So, no, no, I said, come on straight down, of course. Come on down. Like, come on yes. down. We, we want to see you pretty quickly. So the lady came down and um, I was kind of never seen before. We hadn't been to the clinic before. Fairly older dog. Uh um a terrier type i suppose and um and the, the owner interestingly they've uh come with the dog and had a bit of blood sort of around its mouth and that sort of thing so i'm giving a bit of a look over i mean essentially the dog was okay i thought yeah it's, yeah, it's going to be fine we'll give it give it a bit of a, a look sort of over and she was very worried she said oh, i'm really worried about you looking in the mouth you know i'm i'm concerned you know that there's a there's something you know it's something going on with the tongue there and really really concerned i was like oh okay well, it's, well there's not a lot of bleeding there now i think you know probably whatever's happened sort of settled down and you know we will I'll have a look in there and she goes oh no no i'm really really worried i think i think a piece of the tongue i think the piece piece of the tongue's come off and i was right. like oh, gee right gee that's, whiz. A, that's a pretty full-on fight and she's she sort of pulled out of her pocket essentially two business cards right that were uh that were sort of jammed together a bit like a you know a little bit of a jam sandwich jam, like an ice cream together. sandwich sort yeah, of situation yeah, yeah and she's opened it up and in the middle of there was like this gigantic blood clot oh and, right. I, and i've gone gone oh that's that doesn't look so that that's a that's a blood clot she goes oh she goes oh, i thought that was part of the tongue that dropped out of its mouth <laughs> so i was really impressed that she actually brought in wow. the supposed portion of the tongue but it was actually just a blood clot that's obviously and when i looked at the dog it lost an incisor and there's obviously that's where it bled from uh, with right, the fight. okay yeah yes, she was all worried that she preserved this piece of tongue that i was going so to that you could stitch it back stitch it back on yeah yes it's a bit of mush Oh, a, nice. A gigantic it, blood clot. It was hilarious. Pre pretty hard to stitch blood clots back onto tongues, I'll yeah. be honest, Jared. It is, it is a very, very delicate suture pattern that you have to use for that one. You know, very, very, very fine, uh, fine uh, gauge suture material to try and hold that up because it's cheap. It's hard trying to get those blood clots to sit down. Um, I, I think um, I, I've said in the uh, the pod in the, uh, before of the, uh, the, the little white fluffy dog that I saw many, many years ago. The owner tried trimming the knots off around its mouth and a little white fluffy dog goes... That stick their stick their tongues out, and uh, she was trimming off the knots with a with scissors, and she just snipped straight through the dog's tongue. And so oh. the dog came in, and it was just its face was bright red, like you know that yeah. um, that YouTube video where you've got the little <laughs> um the little white bunny chewing on the raspberry, and its yes. face is all red. It's exactly what this dog looked like. It was wow. the most, um you know, but nothing nothing beats that dog that stuck its tongue in the uh in the in the paper shredder in that the dog shredder. Is, Yes, yes, that dog is still doing brilliantly. Thank wow. you. Wow, amazing, amazing. And also speaking of bleeding, I had a yes. um uh I had a case where I had a, a dog that uh a bit of a large dog that I was taking some teeth out of. Um and for those uh, vets out there who are listening, they they'll probably know their anatomy better than I will. But right, I was taking yeah. out one of the upper one of the upper uh premolars and it's quite long roots on it. Yeah. And um I was actually uh, the tooth, that's right. The tooth was actually rotated. So it was a bit of a deformed Ooh, tooth yeah, okay. in the wrong location. There was a root a bit more uh, towards the middle of the mouth, so yep. we say, than it should have been. And got it out. And during the process of getting it out, I've nicked the, uh, what potentially was the Palatine artery, mm. which is quite a good bleeder, quite, you know, quite a fair bit of claret was coming. Yes. There's a, that's um, a, that, that's, that's quite a, 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 a large vessel that runs yes. through there. Yes. yes through the it's hard not one. Palate. 
But I think because the tooth was rotated, it was just rotated. The root was very close to it. So yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't such a, it was a stressful time. I mean, I knew the bleeding would stop, but it's the point where you're using a lot of medications and, you know, you're jamming cotton tips in there with, you know, adrenaline and all sorts of other, other medication. Try and get all the different stop. tricks we try and use. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I thought, and then after a while I thought, mm, well, we've got to be something else. And I thought, actually, we need some of those little, you know, those little agarid, the agarid gels that you can get those little bits of gauze that dissolve. Yep. Often yes, used yep, gel a human yep. human dentist, and we didn't have any of those. Um, and I said to the nurse, "Look, what's? Can you just go across the road to the human dentist, and uh, I'll give them a ring and see if they've got any." So we rang them up, and would you believe they go, "Oh, we'll bring them over straight away." No, oh, so they, they brought, love, brought it. They love yeah, it. They did love it. They brought yeah. it, brought over. Yeah, you know, so big thank you to the uh, the dental clinic across the road from us. Uh, very good <laughs> for some sterile um, stuff that they brought over that put jammed in the into the socket and stopped the bleeding almost instantaneously. It was fantastic. So I went over a bit later with uh, with uh, some chocolates and said, "Look, thank you very much," and uh, and they were all very appreciative as. Probably not as much as appreciative as I was to have a uh, a way to stop the bleeding a little bit quicker than just waiting it out. Did you take over a, a blood clot out of the dog's mouth wrapped up in a couple of your business cards as well, just to give it to them and say, look, I, I believe this is the, the the new way of saying thank you to people when you have, have bleeding out of a dog's mouth. Here's my business card with a big blood clot sitting in the middle of it. Well, you know, the, the jellies that you can buy at the supermarket, I just put a few blood clots in as a replacement nice. for the ones I, I tried. Yeah. No. Just in time for Halloween. Good one. Good one. Yeah. yeah. And and now, Lewis, we, as our listeners know, we're a sucker for a good um, uh, foreign body story. You know, it's one of the, one of the fun things with uh, in this job. When you get a phone call and you, you oh, it's generally a dog, generally a Labrador, um, you know, Labrador's eating something stupid. And so we had one of those this week. Ring, ring, ring. Always when you're busy, yeah, everyone's already, mm -hmm. everyone's always flat out. Um, uh, dogs coming down has eaten a baby's bib. A baby's bib. Fantastic. No problems. Come on down. You know, we'll get you down there. We'll wow. get some stuff and try and make it vomit. And so this dog is boo na nas. Now, you know those times where you give the dog the uh the the medication the so we we'll usually use apomorphine, a little yes. um a little uh vomit inducing uh medication. You administer that and then it's just a waiting game. You're just gonna sit back and wait and watch and wait and watch and just hope that then something uh, that they start to vomit. And it always seems like it's a dogs that are absolutely boo-na-nas that it just either takes a long time or sometimes just doesn't even work because the mm. dogs are just so wide up. Mm. And so this dog's just bouncing around like a jack jumper. And it's like, oh man, I don't I know with you this. We know this dog's eating this, uh, eating this baby's bib. We just got to hope, hope it settles down up and we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was just getting ready to go and give it a little bit more. And then suddenly it got that, glassy eye look in its face mm. and they're going oh just oh. settle down a tone just uh, yeah. took a little bit i've got a sore tum tum yeah and Ooh. then suddenly the classic oh, hang dog look the hang dog look yeah they're the hang dog i'm about to, i'm about to hang something out of my mouth and all over the floor um and and it's um sometimes uh, the, like the nurses have a cat litter tray with a um with a garbage bag in there to try and try and catch the vomit only problem is with this dog is that every time she moved the tray, then the dog, you know, start, sort of perked up again. I said, oh, I, I know this is easy for me to say, but if the dog got to vomit on the floor, let it vomit on the floor. We just need this thing out. So finally, it, it you know, started the, uh, you know, started the abdominal movements, Lewis, and then up came the, uh, up came the vomit. And we didn't just get one baby's bib. We got 
two babies bibs wow. out, of, out of the one dog. So I went back in and said to the owner, he said, oh, did you get it out? I said, well, we didn't get the one. We got two. Were well, you missing two? And he's gone, yeah, I'm not sure. And I said, well, hopefully you're only missing the two, but I'd be probably making sure that the dog can't get access to any of them anymore because wow. it sounds like he's got a penchant for it now. Gee whiz. And when he, uh, all the babies accounted for in the house or I, I, did, that, I did ask them to account, they that sort of tardy. They weren't sure, you know, just bibs lying around and babies lying around. I mean, you know, could have got it mixed up as well. Did you just do a quick check? Go, have you got all the kids? Holy grail style. Just pick that one up for me. Will you Deirdre? Um, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 well, it's, it's often difficult because I'm not sure if any of the babies did go down because they are so highly digestible. The babies, you know, right. they, um, they, they, re they really can't cope well in the gastric acid of a dog. So, yeah, it's a bit, it didn't, didn't seem like there was any other clothing down there. So, and this was just one of those nudie babies running around just with a, a bib on probably not, not quite warm enough weather to justify that. So I reckon it was probably just the bib and not the baby. Right, very good. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Excellent. So there you go. Cool. So another another great successful vomiting dog story. Interesting. That's very interesting, mate. Fantastic. Yeah. All righty. Well, we've got a uh, big thank you to our uh, to Zilkeen. Of course, um, Zilkeen. Uh, Zilkeen. Yeah, a great supporter of the podcast, particularly the weeks we haven't been recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we thank yes. you very much. Uh, a mild anxiety lowering medication. Um, I did have uh, some clients that wanted to take their dogs uh, on a plane very quickly without the, uh, much time, just uh, a couple of days. I said, look, we can't really, um, you know, we can't sedate or try any anxiety meds because we don't have time. But certainly here, have some Zilkeen, give that to them a couple of days before they go. Um, and then, you know, a week or so when you arrive at your new place so they can have some anxiety lowering effect um, when, they, when they arrive at their new destination. Yeah, I was um, using it this week as well for some people that were moving house with a dog that can get a little bit antsy. And so I said, you know what, it's probably a good idea to try and get a cranking up on this a week or so beforehand um, because they came in and they said, oh, the dog's already starting to get a little bit funny with seeing all the boxes. And I said, well, you know, might as well give this stuff a, a, a good shot because it's it's so safe, you know, it's worthwhile giving it a shot. And if it does help to try and reduce down the anxiety of your dog, use it before the move, use it after the move. and see how things go so it is a it, it's a pretty uh, elegant solution and safe solution for if your dog or cat is uh having a little bit of anxiety issues and also a big thank you to uh delicate care uh so great supporters of the podcast australian made australian owned uh they've got uh the ethically sourced uh kangaroo and and uh duck uh, foods. I've got the dental, the skin and stomach for the dogs, um, and the skin and stomach for the cats. So go and check them out. Uh, get behind uh, some delicate care for your favourite uh, pets in the house. And did you know, Lewis, that that uh, the factory, the facility that that delicate care is made in, is export quality because they've been exporting quality pet food all around Asia before they even broke into the Australian market. So they're over in Perth. I mean, it's still, you know, the, the, the good people at Delicate Care have probably been busy watching the cricket test. They might have been, you know, everyone <laughs> from the factory might be part of the, the the 300 people that have been there watching the cricket over the last two days. So, uh, so good on your Delicate Care. Keep up the good work. And I think that's where I got my COVID from, actually. Not from Delicate Care. No. But from the cricket in Melbourne. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There, I, there were, you know, 300 people there and I managed to get COVID. 
<laughs> Incredible. Because normally at work, I work with my mask all the time, you know, N95 mask all the time. Yeah. At the supermarket, I wear that mask, you know, but um, go to the cricket, didn't wear my mask and I caught it. So right. I think well, that's well, I caught it. Listeners, just just take take notice that this next little uh, this next little anecdote I'm going to say is complete fabrication. It's only been told for, for, for a bit of fun. But um, – did you know, Lewis, that when I was coming back from the baseball tournament up in uh, up in the Gold Coast, so we had the the pan packs, which we came home with the uh, with the gold medal too. Thank you very much. Oh, um, congratulations, mate! That's fantastic. You, you, your little your little baseball game. You got a you got a you got a medal. The big cat tomatoes came home victorious. Ooh, I mean, if you're if you're only getting in a two horse race, you want to make sure you finish first. So so we did. So we got the gold medal. Yay to us! Well, is when that, we were, was that the World Series? Is that the World Series that's oh, just no, in America? Probably. Probably. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm World sure Series it is. just on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's the um, it's the so you had enough players that could stand up at the end of ten days, um, so you get the gold medal, um, uh, games, and it and was what, and it was great. And what's the average age of the team? Like the 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 uh, oh the, well the no. team members. What is there a cutoff? So we like... so we were we were playing in the forties uh, in the forty pluses, but that was only because there was me and another guy that were um forty four and a half, which meant we couldn't go up into the forty fives. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. But we did play the 45s um, and they all thought that we were all young. And it's like, no, no, there's only two of us. And, you know, I'm one of them and I'm not very good. So, you know, young sorry. at heart, mate. You talk yourself down. You have MVP, I, I, do. I heard. Uh, no, MV, no. MVP. Yeah, the big but, but Most valuable driver. Yes, I, yeah. I was I was driving the bus. Literally, I was there driving the bus. So it was great. <laughs> um, so uh, so when we were coming home from um, coming home from uh, Queensland yeah. uh, on, the, uh, on the plane, the two guys I was sitting next to on the plane – both got COVID the next day, oh. um, right? We I was out at the casino the night before and at the big tent listening to um to, to Johnny Diesel play the night uh, the night before. Um, so I think it must have just been all the horse ivermectin that I was taking that stopped me from oh. getting COVID. That's certainly what I was telling all my uh all my my baseball colleagues. It was the me being on all the good stuff that helped to try wow. and sort me out. So listeners, obviously, I wasn't taking horse ivermectin. I don't take ivermectin. I don't believe ivermectin is going to be good enough for COVID because if it was Lewis wouldn't be in the position that he's in because he's been taking it for two years. So is there's that, there's proof that it doesn't Is that work. the good looking uh, the good looking uh podcast model that you've had on the uh the is is that Joe Rogan? If you had Joe Rogan on instead of me, mate, is that why you t- on the the horse Ivermectin and um that sort of thing as as recommended by a good friend of the friend of the show. Oh, he's been, he brings in all that spot, that, that big Spotify money, mate. So, so yeah, I've, I've, I've kicked you to the curb. That's how I'm able to pay for, uh, all your, uh, your, your, your personal trainer. So you're ready for your, for your Chippendales gig, you know? Ah. So, so then that way, so, so I've got to talk to Rogan about the Ivermectin. And so then that way I can keep, get you in shape. So that way, you know, you, there's, there's, there's less dad bod sort of covering <laughs> over the, the length that hasn't changed. <laughs> Yeah, you got any news stuff this week? You got any news? Um, no, no, I got one. No. I got one. Here we go. Good. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Thank thought, you. Get your thought on this one. This was uh, sent in from my dad. Oh, thank you, thank Doctor Kirkham. Thank you very much, Doctor. The real Doctor Kirkham. This is a uh, a road test of a. Now, get your thoughts on this yes. road test of a new uh, a new gadget. Shall we say? Oh, okay. Gadget for your pet. Um, uh, it's called the the Chibul. Kitty Dot. Right. What is it? It is described as an amusing collar for your cat. You see, 
Right. It projects a red laser dot onto the ground in front of your moggy, <laughs> which you can never right. hope to catch. You've got Jeez. it. I wonder if they mean it's amusing for the cat or for you. Uh, and it's written, and they've got another question. Isn't, yes. isn't it a laser? Isn't a laser equipped a cat? A, isn't a laser equipped cat a bit hazardous? It's a low intensity class two laser, the same sort that used in pointers. Cheerable is a Hong Kong firm that specializes in smart gadgets for pets. It's wicked mouse, a bionic mouse with a blinking led tail is also worth a look. Anything right. else? The kitty dot is rechargeable via micro USB. It's laser head swivel, so you can adjust how far ahead of your cat the red dot appears. It'll shut off automatically after 30 minutes of fruitless pouncing. <laughs> Verdict. It's all fun and games until someone gets blinded. I'm not concerned right. about the blinding. What are your thoughts, mate? Thoughts uh, going to get one for Melvin? Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe one know. for the kids. Oh, well, maybe get one for the tiny dog called Sage. Um, My goodness, I couldn't imagine anything more infuriating for a poor cat than having a red dot that it can't catch. It'd be jumping off walls. It'd be climbing furniture. It'd be going, going just, just crazy. Absolutely crazy, wouldn't it? Well, that's the biggest issue with the laser pointers full stop is they never actually, even if it's not attached to the cat, they never actually catch it. Yeah, they're yeah. always, you know, they always jump in and there must be, it's just as can be a real source of frustration for pets that, uh, that they never get to, you know, they get to complete certain aspects of their predatory play cycle where they, they're stalking it and they jump on it, but they never get to do that in inverters kill aspect where they actually mm. get to catch something and go, yeah, you know, whereas if they catch a feather toy or, you know, or you're walking around with your feather boa just dangling down, they attack that, you know, they, they've got something there, you know, they might might get stuck on the fishnets, but, you know, they've still got something there to um to grip onto, to, to yes. really enjoy get, getting, sinking their teeth into, whereas with, with something like that, oh gosh, the frustration. And then there's also the issue of some pets do become obsessed by it in that yes. uh, you, you turn it off, you take it away and they still, they start looking at shadows. They'll look at a watch that's mm. reflecting. They'll just get so obsessed and obsessive compulsive and, and it can really sort of feed into that sort of thing. So certainly I'm not a big fan of that at all, but, um, do but you think 38, there's any $38 from wow. Chibble? Yeah, cheap. Yeah, cheap. Great stocking Ooh. filler. Great stocking yeah. filler for this time well, of the year. You've um, got your Christmas trout, mate. That's impressive. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just noticed the, that. Yeah. We went and, went and picked that up today. So took the, took the wheelbarrow down with the kids. A family tradition. We'll walk the wheelbarrow down, bring it back with the in the in the wheelbarrow. Looks I used to great. I used to walk the kids down in the wheelbarrow when they were small enough, and they said, "Dad, can we jump in the wheelbarrow?" No, you're too heavy now. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. Well, like, you know, your kids keep growing. Well, hey, it's um, about time they put you in the wheelbarrow, mate. You sort of, you know, you tell them you got all these injuries and stuff. Just yeah. let them wheel you down. It'd be worthwhile. I think I, I, was, I reckon I'm just about ready for it. Hey, uh, is there anything? Is it, have you done any research into the background of this company? That are they in any way sort of related or as a subsidiary of the CIA? Because I think there'd be a real thing here if we're training cats to be wearing lasers. That then just uh, it's just going to be a way for them to try and infiltrate uh, a, a cat into a, a war zone or maybe into a uh, you know, into into maybe a drug den or you know, into a South American drug cartel. You know, maybe a politician that isn't doing what the CIA, CIA wants, Lewis. Maybe. They they uh, they can then train these cats to go in there and laser, laser. the uh, the target. 
Nice, mate. I like that. Yeah. That's something good. I heard on Rogan anyway. Yeah, right. Sounds sounds feasible. Certainly sounds feasible. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. All righty. Well, we got to we uh we'll go to the disclaimer. Will we? Sure. Why not? All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Please let us know if we missed anything or if you require any clarification. Now, listeners. We're just going to be, um, yeah, put it right out here on Front Street. We kind of organised doing this podcast about um, three hours ago in amongst, uh, you know, everything because we know that the weekend's going to be um, flat out. So we've had very little in the way of prep time. So realistically, um, Lewis's dad's done more prep than what we have. So um, <laughs> do we have a main topic for the, for today, Lewis, or are we going to put a fork in it now that it's nah. pretty late and we're both tired nah, nah, after having watched the Socceroos pretty... last night? Oh, I know. It's getting pretty late, isn't it? Oh, didn't they do well? Fantastic. But I, I, if you have got a question, though, if you're yes. – uh, if you you got any questions, um, certainly you can get on to Robbie on 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 Mastodon. He's, Mastodon is he moved, moved across from wow. Twitter. Now yes. That, now that Elon's taken over and has demanded yep. the eight dollars a month for his blue tick. Yeah. Now Robbie, you can stick your blue tick said, straight yep, up your I'm Elon leaving. Musk. I'm leaving. Oh, yep. we're out of here. Yep. One of the so wherever hitters. Headed? One of the big hitters on Twitter. He yes. moved over to Mastodon now. So check out Robbie uh, on Mastodon. Yep. He's on that. Or if, if that fails, you can get us at twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Yes, we're on we Instagram. We're on, uh, we are on TikTok, but I'm not sure that we reply to messages on TikTok because I think we might have forgotten the login. Yeah, we're yeah, forgot the though. login for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on Facebook though. So come check us out. Yeah. And of course, Robbie on Mastodon um, at. Um, at Dad Bod's Chippendales at Mastodon. You can see him there um, if you want to book him for any upcoming shows coming up at all. And, uh, and and a big thank you to our Patreon listeners. We didn't thank them earlier as well. So thank you very much, guys. Go to patreon.com, search for Two Vets Talk Pets. Um, and, uh, you know, keep an eye out on for the uh, for the merch desk where Lewis is going to be selling his, uh, his COVID-encrusted tissues, uh, you know, to... Where's this going? Dreepers. No, just all, just all your, uh, yeah, your... I don't your, want to edit your, that out. Your, your snot rags and stuff. Hey, speaking of editing, if any of our listeners have reached this part of the podcast, thank you very much. Um, And just wondering whether or not any of those listeners actually listened to one of the previous podcasts where uh, there may or may not have been a toilet break that was left in the uh, in the actual feed yeah. that went up. Christina said, oh, I was listening to one of your shows recently and because I haven't listened to you for a while because, you know, she's listened to all these other highbrow podcasts. Um, you know, which, which, yeah, I mean, gee, we're pretty highbrow, but she said there was like a five minute toilet break where, you know, Lewis, oh, I'm just going to go to the toilet. Keeping and- it real, mate. We are keeping it real here. So, Alrighty. So Speaking if, of that, I might dug off to the loo now. Yeah, so so if you if you listeners um stuck around for the entire toilet break, why not send us a message at uh, two vets talk pets at gmail.com and and rate the uh the, the toilet break out of ten Believe as to whether or not. or not we should leave them in or not. Believe it or not, we did get quite a few messages, mate, about the toilet <laughs> break. It wasn't just Christina, so as my fault or my editing. Sorry, listener. Listener, we'll um we'll, we'll I'll aim to do better next time. That is gold. Alrighty. That is gold. Fantastic. Be, right. be well, everyone. All right, guys. Scratch you later. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, 
and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.